Galnet News Digest, 14th of January 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Galnet Cryptic Crossword coming soon. Tharg tries again. Starboat Sensation. Pilots Federation turns it off and on again. Galnet Cryptic Crossword coming soon. The Pilots' Federation has confirmed that it'll continue to publish news on the Galnet News site, despite the general lack of news in the galaxy on which to report. Quite how Galnet's pages will be filled, given the news vacuum, remains a mystery. However, such innovations as a galactic horoscope, a galactic cryptic crossword, and a galactic cut-out-and-keep three-dimensional life-size model of Princess Ashling Duval are believed to be under active consideration by the publisher. The first Galnet article of 3306, about renewed Thargoid attacks, was published on the 13th of January, less than four weeks after the preceding one, and the day after the attacks had been repulsed. It remains to be seen whether the team of writers and editors behind Galnet News will be able to keep up with a punishing monthly release schedule requiring them to publish 250 words every month. Tharg tries again. It's not easy being green, or having six legs, or looking like an oversized praying mantis. It's not easy when your long-established meta-alloy refineries in the Pleiades and in the Witchhead Nebula get attacked by furry little mammals from planet Earth. Tharg tried so hard, so hard to make it clear that he didn't welcome the mammals, inviting themselves round and helping themselves to his meta-alloys, which had taken so long for him to grow. He sent a load of his ships right into the heart of the mammals' so-called bubble to show them how horrid it is to have uninvited guests. He didn't cause any damage. Well, perhaps he might have slightly damaged a few dozen stations, but it was nothing they couldn't fix quite easily, unless they were somehow losing their repair supplies. Did the mammals take the hint? Not bloody likely. They're still camped out on Tharg's front lawn in the Pleiades and in the Witchhead Nebula. They're still helping themselves to meta-alloys. Tharg held back for half a year, not attacking anything. But were the mammals grateful? Well, Tharg has finally lost his patience again, sending attack fleets to three systems in the Pleiades and to three systems in the Witchhead Sector. He ordered six stations, Artemis Lodge, Copernicus Observatory, Silene Orbital, Hannah Enterprise, Carrion Vision and Cheryl Orbital to be attacked. They're mainly Alliance systems. Tharg doesn't like that smug Edmund Mahan, who thinks he can be all friendly with the Thargoids after the Alliance sponsored the development of the Mycoid virus. Tharg isn't going to forget the Mycoid virus in a hurry. The odd thing is, he hasn't heard back from any of the six attack fleets. Everything has gone silent. It's almost as if almost as if they lost the fight in all six systems and all the ships were destroyed. That clearly can't be the reason. Tharg waits anxiously for news. And he's certainly not going to get it from Galnet. Starboat Sensation A concept drawing 
for the long-awaited new Moray Starboat has been discovered among a sheaf of old blueprints belonging to a shady character called Badger Attack. The Starboat, which can withstand both the vacuum of space and the high pressures encountered at the bottom of planetary oceans, offers versatility that no other ship can match. Part spaceship, part submarine, the Moray Starboat has been out of production for several hundred years, but the discovery of the blueprint reveals that its re-release in an updated, more modern and even more flexible form is a real possibility. There is a superstition that the more often the name of the forthcoming Panther Clipper is mentioned, the later its delivery will be. However, no such superstition is attached to the Moray Starboat, so we can talk about it as much as we like. As long as we don't mention the Panther Clipper. Pilots Federation turns it off and on again. Problems with the galaxy have led to the Pilots' Federation doing a complete reboot of all galactic systems to see if that helps. The improvements include The description of Alliance headquarters in Alioth no longer claims that it's the Imperial capital Achinar. Decals from the Mirror Image Galaxy are no longer available. Female crew members are allowed to speak for the first time. Helpful new system states such as terrorism, natural disaster and drought have been introduced, together with public holiday, which everyone in the Pilots' Federation takes off. Explorers will now find out sooner if a planet is likely to have interesting biological or geological features, although they'll still have to wait for up to 30 seconds to be sure. Explorers will also find that they can earn arcs at a rate of more than 20 per week. And when selling their exploration data, the details are no longer blank. Dropping out of supercruise on a wingmate's navlock actually works. Rubber banding is a thing of the past. Market demand is finally working correctly for low-temperature diamonds, painite and void opals. Markets are no longer obliged to pay top credit when they already have more than they need in the storeroom. Most importantly, commanders can now choose to let their crew members die, far more dramatically, if they were useless. Rather than simply blowing up if your ship is destroyed, crew members are now rescued by search and rescue teams, and you, as commander, can either pay to save them, or you can wave goodbye to them through the window of their escape pod as you turn off the life support. And that's far more satisfying. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.